Hey guys, welcome to Cold Film and Review, the podcast where we discuss the films you love but no one else gets and we see if they hold up. Tonight, you better stop moving. You better not talk. I'm talking to you, Mike. And I hope you can run as fast as Kevin Bacon because we're talking about Tremors. So let's just start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. As always, guys, we really appreciate it. If you could please leave us a review on iTunes, stars and comments help us out. If you do, we will give you a shout out at the end of each episode. We didn't have any for this week, but that's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's only the third week in a row we don't have no, one. No, no, no. We had one no, last week. We, one we last did? Week. Yeah, they didn't leave anything. They just left us a star review, and that's why I said it's We okay. had this conversation on the episode. You should I listen don't mind to that. the previous episode. Oh, <laughs> I, I never listened to my voice. As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hello. Chris Wilbrecht. What's up? And Michael Solucio. Hey, everybody. This week, we are talking about Tremors. It was directed by Ron Underwood, came out in 1990, had a budget of $11 million, made $16 million, was filmed here in the United States of America, and currently sits at 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. If you guys don't know what this film's about, it's about natives of a small, isolated town defending themselves against strange underground creatures, which are killing them off one by one. This was Kyle's pick. Sure as fuck was. Kyle, why'd you pick Tremors? Uh, I love this movie. Um, when I was a kid growing up, like this was one of my jams. You know, I'd watch this all the time, and I've been really wanting to to do this do this uh, movie for on the podcast. But I don't know why it just hasn't come up. But I, th- I felt this was the right time. Well, clearly a one rating. Yeah, gonna give it a one a one. Hey hey, you, you a ne- one you, elephant you, gun. You, you never show the card. You never show the cards. <laughs> had had anyone not seen this movie before? No, I didn't think so. I was yeah, going right. to see this movie. Right? <laughs> okay. I was getting ready to slap someone. Let's yeah, move away. on. <laughs> so, Chris, when was the first time that you remember seeing Tremors? Uh, de- definitely when I was a young age. I think that's probably why it left a magical impression on me is because to see this as a child, like I'm talking like seven, eight years old, it's pretty awesome and fun to watch. So, so it had to be around seven or eight. What about you, Mike? Probably like 15. What, what did you say, 1990? Yeah. Okay, so this came out when I was ten. Uh, I don't. I definitely didn't see this in the theater. So I, I think I did see it like on a Showtime or something like that. I so yeah, fifteen, maybe fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, I never. No, saw I didn't see it in theaters either. My my, my first recollection recu- of it would be on TBS. My grandma got it for me for Christmas. Oh really? On VHS. What yeah. a nice grandma. Yeah, what a yeah. cool grandma. Yeah. What a cool grandma. She got me. She got. I, I remember that year. She got me this on VHS and. If I'm not mistaken, she got me Terminator 2 on VHS. This thing, oh man, she's knocking ooh. it out of the park. It should come, it should come, in my opinion, it should come packaged with Nyquil. This film should? Yeah, because it's like right there with the prices right as far as like when I'm sick, like I will watch Tremors or Prices Right. Like Oh, okay. It's like one of those things that like no matter what, it always makes me feel better. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like the cure all. It's the, the cure-all. only good shit on when you were sick in the yeah. middle of the afternoon weekday. Yeah. Weekday. I, I think exactly. I, and, and I and I love it because I th- I feel like it's kind of our generation's like monster movie, you know? Like 
the the creature feature of like the '90s was that. I mean, there were a lot of copies that came after it, um, but I feel like this one was like really the strong, the one that left the biggest impression on all of us as children. You know? Yeah, I, definitely for me, like. Just this movie scared the crap out of me when I first saw, even on TV. Just seeing like a TV edit of it, it's it's you know as a kid, the, the, dude, this movie does not hold back the punches on killing people. <laughs> does not they they murder quite a bit in that little small town of perfection. Mm-hmm. But it's also like extremely fun to me. I don't know. I had a, a really fun time watching this. Um, and yeah, like I said, just as a kid, it's one of those ones where it it, it instantly captured my imagination. Yeah, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like. It's one of those things, and it's it's uh, the reason I know it's, uh, it's in my opinion, give my right way. It's a good movie, is because to me it's a totally ridiculous concept, but you you somehow believe everything that's going on. Yeah, you buy into it. Yep. This is basically to me uh, a fun version of Jaws in the desert. Oh, I like that's that. That's a solid, solid description of this film. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it which, a little bit, which is like so you know you're you're being told a story you've seen before. It's just in a different setting with a different kind of creature, mm-hmm. um, you know. But you've it, it it is a little lighthearted, you know, which makes the killing not as bad for some reason. Like I the, would definitely put this film in the same in a weird same line. It, it reminds me a lot of Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah. That it has that weird kind of like, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's like people dying and stuff like that, but like, mm-hmm. hey, let's all it's kind of fun. Don't remember, this yeah. is fun. This is fun, guys. Like, don't. Yeah, yeah I feel I feel like it, it. This movie like hits the like the perfect equation for a creature feature because I mean, you look at you look at a lot of them. There's always yeah, there's there's a certain formula that's used. I feel like in in most all uh, creature features, this one hits it perfectly. You have two likable characters, and within the first what minute and a half, mm-hmm. at least me, I'm like. This character Kevin Bacon's hilarious. Like he's like he's pretending like there's a stampede, and then all of a sudden you get you get kind of brought in on their inside jokes with the rock paper scissor yeah. thing, and then you know you kind of see their life kind of unfold before you, and the way that the kills are presented are they're happening in, happening in a quick enough succession so that you don't get bored, right. and then when there's no creatures on film, you're like learning about this town full of like you know. Interesting people. Interesting people. Like well, what that, and, it's, and, and the kills are, are not that violent. No, they're not. No, but no. they're done effectively. Like with imagination. It, again, it fun. feels like a Gremlins kind of kill. Correct. Like it's yeah. very no blood, off screen, no decapitations. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just people but getting still, swallowed by giant worms. But still cool stuff, though. Yeah. 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 Still cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, bury, they bury a car. That's fucking that's cool. So, as shit. That's so cool. Yeah. We'll get into that. Okay, we, we, we will. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about Tremors. Okay, here's the plan. We don't even stop. Ride like hell. Tonight, we'll keep right on going. We'll walk the horses. That is the plan. I mean, God damn. What the hell are those things? How could they bury a whole station wagon? Well, why would they do it? Come on, come on, get, get. Let's do it. Walter wouldn't know a decent horse if he must have bit him in the ass. All right, guys, we're back. We're talking about Tremors. It was Kyle's pick. Um, I wanted to get into just some of the the the, the coolness of this movie and the, the ridiculousness. One of my questions on here was, um, and we kind of briefly touched on it, was why is the Tremor, Tremors universe so ridiculous yet believable? And 
if you think about it, the characters like you have like your grounded characters in Fred Ward and uh, um, Kevin Bacon. They're they're pretty grounded in reality, but then you go like crazy with um, uh, Reba McIntyre and Burt uh, Gummer. Yeah, Burt Gummer. What's the actor's name? I can't think of it That's right now. Uh, Michael Gross. Michael Gross. Who were both from like one's from country music and the other was from what was the television show he was on? Alf. Family Ties. No, it wasn't Alf. It was Family Ties. <laughs> joking. Family I was Ties. Just joking. I, I know. Yeah, sure Family Ties. ties. Um, go on. Yeah, this is Reba McIntyre's first film too. Yeah, and it's just it was. Yeah, this is Reba McIntyre's first film, yeah. and and the mm. fact that they make that like graboids as uh, a creature believable. Yeah, no, I think they did. A, uh, that you know, that's the thing that I think continues to draw me to this film. Like you you mentioned before the break, was like this movie really uh, pulls you and you buy into the to the gimmick. You know, you buy into the story and the characters and even the monsters because they do it so well. And it's, you know, again, practical effects. Nowadays, they probably look goofy as shit. Well, I guess you, <laughs> could, you could just watch a current Tremors film and yeah, see right. how goofy as yeah, shit go. they look. But It looks better than Sharknado. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I think the effects are really no, what now pulls you in. No, the current oh, okay, one. Okay. This movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This I meant, movie like, looks, this better, looks than, better than Sharknado. Looks better than most monsters. See, I almost, I almost disagree with that because I feel like with the, like, the the uh, the monsters are an uh, like an extra bonus I feel like in this movie because the first I'd say what half hour you're just you're you're building and learning that relationship between uh, Val uh, and Earl yeah mm-hmm. Val and Earl and just like how they interact with each other and how they want to get out of the town and they're just handymen who are just doing anything for a buck basically yeah you know Kevin Bacon uh, lives by the seat of his pants and. Fred Ward's always got a plan. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You never sure plan. You, you always got a plan ahead. Yeah. That way, that way, they don't do anything right now. You know. You know <laughs> what it is. You know what it is. I, I'll tell you why I think that this film strikes a like like a relatable chord with audiences while still kind of being a little bit like kind of like drifting into the absurdity. It it, it does the same thing that like movies like Sliver. Slither and like uh, the Burbs does, right? Mm-hmm. It takes characters that you know that kind of like really exist in real life. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody knows like the gun nut. Yeah, yeah. like the gun nut crate. Like, oh, he's my neighbor, man. He like has like a whole bunch of guns and stuff like that. And it takes that and it kind of plays with it a little bit, just enough, but not enough to make it r- ridiculous. And, yeah. and 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 it it exists in a world that kind of exists with rules, like the monsters, like. They're not super. They're they're not like Chucky. No. You're like it's a living doll that fucking comes to life. You can kind of like we all know what mole like moles exist. We all know that there are creatures out there that like right. have the ability to like burrow underground and stuff like that. Like I feel like the creatures in this film aren't. They don't defy like physics and gravity. You know what I mean? Like they don't. They're not. Qu- crazy like metaphysical right they yeah. pretty they much exist. explain how they work i mean yeah you know you you get it it's a yeah, worm it's that a... can crawl underground and it right. pops up and fucking eats it's, you it's just but, enough reality to ground this like yeah, the, 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 the over the top acting and the filmmakers did a really good job of like defining what this creature is and the rules around it and that helps in the audience to really kind of follow along with the story and not kind of get um, or n- not not drift into thinking this is so ridiculous because right. they did such a good job of it. But like, kind of jumping off what you're saying, like, yeah, all the characters in the movies are. <clears throat> God damn, my throat's fucked up tonight. All the characters in the movie are like real and relatable people. They're like different characters of people you probably know in your life, and they just put them into a ridiculous situation, which makes it so much more 
easier for the audience to really relate They're and then like love the story. Slightly bigger, not in- incredibly bigger. I don't bigger. even think that because there's. I mean, I don't know because like like in the Burbs, like uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Rumsfeld. Yes. Like he's into the like the military yeah, stuff yeah. and stuff like that. Like it's bigger than probably your neighbor is, but like not too yeah. much bigger. Yeah, that's what makes that's what makes it fun. Is yeah. that it is just a little bit more eccentric mm. um, than real life. And I I think that yeah that that kind of put me off at first when I went back and watched it. I was like, this is kind of sillier than I thought it was. Um, but then I did start investing more in the characters, and I'm like, okay, it was hilarious to watch Kevin Bacon. Uh, fake smoke a cigarette in the beginning. <laughs> Anybody catch that? Yeah. <laughs> like the other guys are smoking all, all over the place and his is just like, just I, holding it. I think the simplest explanation we can come to is this is a character-driven monster movie and not a monster-driven mo- monster movie with with random people thrown in. Like, well, like the, the characters monsters aren't even first. like the, 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 the centerpiece of the entire story. That's why it's character-driven. Like, there's li- No, I understand that. But I mean, the monsters, <laughs> could, be a, the monsters could be a character like Candyman. So much of it is like to try to figure yeah. out where Candyman came from no, and how right. he is as a human being. I, I like, guess okay, that, I guess story, like, the different the difference is Candyman has lines, monsters don't speak. True, true, yeah. true. I mean, but like these monsters, we don't even get an origin story. Nope, we don't get anything. No. We just know they, they show up, up. <laughs> and some shit goes down. Yeah. That's all we know. Yeah, yeah. They drove an old man up a. a <laughs> it's uh, a power line. line. A power line. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what they call them. Is that what they're called? I don't That's what they call them. I don't live in the country, Kyle. I don't live in the country where they have power America. lines. Yeah. We live in hot suburbia. Let me ask you this question because I am interested with this one too, and this is one of the old standard questions, but I am interested to see what you guys say. Who is your favorite character in this film? Because I feel like this is a tough one. It's odd because I, I really do like them all equally, like, but in their own ways. But the, some of the ones that stand out are... Um, the, uh, the store owner that, that was in big trouble in little China. Egg Chen. Yeah. What was his name in this Walter movie? Walter Chang. Walter Chang to, for him to have a, a store out there. I just thought was so hilarious. And the fact that it was that dude. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, what we were just talking about the gun nut. What's his name? Bert. Bert Gummer. Yeah. Bert, because he does remind me of Rumsfeld a lot. Like not quite as like sl- silly, but like. That Bert's whole, definitely more serious. That I got a serious Burbs vibe from those characters. Yeah, you know, actually, a lot of these characters. Now that I think about it, what about you, Kyle? I don't know. You know, I I kind of I kind of feel like I I do tend to gravitate towards Bert because I love how um, over the top that character is when, especially when talking about like conspiracy theories and thinking the government's going to move in. He's on eminent domain and shit and like all this crap. And like, he's just so ridiculous. And, and then he has like a badass rec room full of guns, which I, as a kid, I was like, fuck yeah, that's so cool. Weren't we all? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, you know, I, and, but, out of the two, out of the the two characters of Kevin Bacon and Fred Ward, I actually like Fred Ward's character a little bit more because Kevin, where Kevin Bacon is kind of the hothead, like Fred Ward is more deadpan and like dry with his delivery of his lines, and he's kind of plays the serious guy a little bit. I think it just comes off um, more hilarious against Kevin Bacon's character. I'll tell you which character I don't like. Who? The fucking love interest, the chick. I don't even throw well, away. Well, we can talk throw about away. how much I can. Yeah. Uh, before we get to Mike, I do want to touch on a point real quick with 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 the the, the rec room scene where the grab boy comes through their wall and they grab all their guns off the thing. 
Like, I did not remember that scene being that <laughs> long as a kid. Like, they're grabbing like five or six guns each yeah, yeah. off that wall and just blowing into that oh, graboid. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. All right, Mike, who's your favorite character? You know what? Here's the thing. I, I don't know that I have one because uh, although Fred Ward and Kevin Bacon's character are kind of like framed as like the main characters to some extent, I really do feel like this is like a true ensemble piece. Mm-hmm. Like Slither feels that. Like, I, I hate to go back to Slither, but I feel like Slither, there's a part of me that feels like Slither took a little bit from this film. Yeah. Like a little that. bit, like the way they they framed it in. I mean, I don't even know what kind of town this is. I've never lived in a town that just exists in a desert. <laughs> yeah, and like there's nothing for miles and miles and miles. I mean, I think we have that. We live in Arizona for Christ's sakes, but um, I do feel like it, it is like an ensemble piece. Like the, like those characters don't really have anything to fucking do. Yeah, they unless just... those other characters are there to play against. Yeah. So I feel like there's it it, it works as a cohesive unit. That I can't say that I like one person more than the other because everybody kind of has a job. Sounds like this it's like podcast. a basketball team. Yeah. Sounds like this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. They give you enough time with each character. Like even the little characters meant the something. Like, are you fucking Melvin. I did what like an, the kid. What an annoying bastard. Yeah, he's, he plays that role fantastic. Yes, he does. Oh, I fucking hated him, dude. I wanted him to die so bad. <laughs> and he does so it. bad. He does I that. know. Yeah. His dad does, though, right? Isn't yeah, that his dad? that is his dad. For some reason, it I'm like, why did long... kill the dad? They killed the fucking kid. I, for, it took me a long time to really realize that that was his dad. It took a couple of viewings. So. I would... I would say that my favorite character is Fred Ward. He's the, I feel like he's the heart and soul. Uh, Earl Bassett is the heart and soul of this movie. He's the one who's guiding Kevin Bacon's kind of crazy character who's like, I ain't fucking around with that chick. Like, she's she got brains. <laughs> I want brains. And he's like, no, dude, you do want brains. You're just an idiot and young and don't know it. Like, yeah. I'm going to walk you through this. What an and- interesting... Look, the, you know the thing that I, for the first time, uh, first time I thought about it when I was watching the movie... Uh, this go around was what is their story? Like, how did those two individuals come to be living in this small town, uh, you know, living together, doing odd jobs together? It really, because, because, yeah, Fred Ward really does take kind of a, like a fatherly, fatherly, brother. fatherly role to Kevin Bacon's character. I feel character. like that's everybody, though. Like, how does some, like, little Asian guy, like, <laughs> pull right. up shop in the middle of the desert? <laughs> because, like, this is a good place I mean, to I mean, set up that, shop. That, that, that could make sense because I wasn't this town a silver. Originally a silver mining town. Ooh, Kyle, Kyle onto something. Kyle, Kyle yeah. bringing the backstory and the fan theories in here. If I remember correctly, I thought the town was some kind of it. There, there were mines or something. You think he is, uh, his ancestors were brought there to? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I, no, I'm just saying. I'm they? saying. I'm just saying. Well, actually, his ancestors. If you if you watch the terrible uh, fourth one, which takes place in the old uh, west, yeah. should they it, explain it? His answer. His ancestors do open the store there. There you go. But, Interesting. Okay. But it's just it, it that would explain why his shop is there and that that doesn't seem strange to me. What seems strange to me is just like how you know Kevin Bacon's got to be what his his character, a character of, of Val mid 20s, I would say mid 20s. Mid yeah. mid 20s Fred Ward's so. got to be like mid to late 30s. I would say 40s, 40s. Say yeah, maybe maybe into so. the 40s. So it's like how do these two characters come together living in in perfection, a town of 15 or 20 people, you know? It's just well, such th- a I'm, weird I, thing. I, no, it's not because I have an answer for that. Oh, you always yeah. have an answer for that. Well, because <laughs> it's uh, young love, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. It's not. You brought it you brought it up. It's the the uh 
Wang uh, thrush, uh, the thrift shop, the Wang uh, Charles, market. Charles Wang. If, yeah, what's his it's name? called the general store. Uh, the general store, Walter Wang. <laughs> it's Walter Wang's general store. Uh, and the reason if that is is because if you build it, they will come. Uh, okay, that was that was, Where was big, Kevin that was that was your big that was your big thing you had. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, I mean, why else would people be there? I don't fucking there know. Has maybe, to be, maybe maybe the maybe the property tax is gonna be low. There as has far. to be there has to be a reason that people are there. There has to be some kind of export or well the ones, graboids. Yeah, that's why <laughs> that, that's why they're there so we can watch them get eaten by. Fucking yeah, but I mean, like, I question. Bert makes sense. Why to be were they there. measuring size? Why was she up there measuring seismic activity? Because she's a geologist, and that. That's her like it's, senior project or something. This is in this is in Nevada, which runs kind of close to the fault line, right? Nevada. Uh, is... I think it's more like. I mean, yeah, like yeah, I guess I the so. edge of it, it towards it California, California, the San Andreas. Yeah. Fault, here we here we I mean, go. Yeah. Here, here goes us breaking that's, down that's geology. What I, that's what I would say. Here's, here's and the probably, thing. Probably also because now that I think about it, because it's such a small town, an insignificant area, you probably. Gonna get sciencey and get make an opinion here, Hold but you probably you, you probably get some pretty clean data because there's not a lot of blastings, there's not a lot of activity out there, so you get a I'm, true measurement of the earth. I mean, there was kids uh-huh. out there, so I'm guessing the people I'm gonna, were blasting. I'm gonna disagree. You know what I'm, with you. I'm gonna tell yeah, you what, but with who? <laughs> with who? I'm gonna disagree. I, I I'll tell you what I think like it is. Sexual. It's the you uh, disagree with an opinion. Yeah, I disagree with your opinion of why <laughs> she thought she was there. Why? I think that this is the only semblance of what they have for any kind of. Uh, origin story for the monster. I think she uh, she's only there because she was oh, measuring well, yeah, the seismic activity of the, the creatures. The, que- the question he asked was, why would the college be in perfection, Nevada, measuring seismic activities? I get her purpose in the film because oh, she's okay. there. Yeah, that makes that's no that's not a question. He's just wondering the logistics of the reality of this world is. Why would the college send somebody up to a desolate? town to measure seismic activities and i why said the fuck not? and no, i but, gave my reason but why. you don't think that it's because like there were seismic activities that they were measuring somehow and that they sent her over there and no, then they, it, no, it turns they, out to be they, the, because they it's send, the graboids because val and earl say it's the it's the new college student because so they have a rotating group of kids that are just in there measuring this as part of their project okay what's your favorite death i'm trying to remember what they all are now can favorite, we go through them? Favorite death? Can, Fa- go th- can I can I do death of a creature or death of a human? But either one. Sorry. No, we can't, Chris. We can't go through them all. There's too many in this uh, film. I have one immediately. I can tell you right off the top of the head. It's it's the car being dragged underneath the thing. I think I'm that's right so there cool. with Mike. And you don't yeah. really actually see her die in nope. any way. You just see this awesome scene where they're like digging the headlight out. Because the crazy thing about it is that that is something that if anybody saw it, would be like, how the fuck did a car get underground? Yeah. Like, that's what's so cool I to- about that I scene. I totally agree with you. I think and what that I is love about scene. it is that it's so easy to actually... Sh- like, right. it didn't require any, like... It's an awe-inspiring, like, Simple I guess, trick. special effect, but it's not <laughs> really special. All you have to do is, like, bury a headlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you could be like, oh, my God. Like, and you know, like, you can use it as this bigger, bigger thing. Yes. I thought cool that shot. was such a cool shot to see yeah, the, like, cool. the one, like, the two beams and then one beam and, like, it just goes out. Yeah. Because yeah. you just know and what's happening. And then you just hear yeah. her, the trail of her voice echoing because now she's underground. Yeah. So you just have whatever is echoing through the valley. Very, that was a fantastic I will, kill. I will say I love the special effects in this. They're all pretty much either camera tricks or, um, like practical effects, but they're all done so well. And like yeah. 
the way they hide stuff and do stuff like that is just it's it leaves your imagination to guess what happened, but it's also violent enough to where you are are satisfied. Is that weird? Yeah, to I don't say? feel like I ever got cheated. Yeah, like, yeah. No, I, any I, of the deaths. That's a great. Yeah, that's like, that's a great way to I put like it. The, I like the death when uh, what's his name? Walter. Fa- yeah, no, what's his name's father? Oh, he gets sucked through the tire. Tire. Oh Dude, yeah, that's so yeah. sick. I was re- that was one of the ones I always remembered from my childhood was that kill for some reason. Yeah, it's not I'll even tell you why because, because even as a child you're like, why are you sitting on a oh, fucking tire? Yeah, he's yeah, exactly. for real. <laughs> you're like Run! killed. Tire, idiot. You pick tire. Yeah. Where have you been the last two hours? There's truck, tower. You know, they're like fucking tire shed. You fucking went with tire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, but he just gave up too. He just fucking so gave funny. up. What's that? But I do, which, which I don't understand a little bit. I, I want to go back to that because I don't understand why Kevin Bacon running at full speed and then stopping the monsters have no fucking idea yeah, what's going on. That but dude came out sitting on tire. He's not. It's not like he's fucking bouncing up oh, and down on the I tire. Thought, I thought about this actually. I thought about that a lot while watching this movie, and the the way that I justified it in my mind, and disagree if you want, but when Kevin Bacon stops, mm-hmm. he's still, he's calm. He's like, you could tell he's controlling his breathing. He's like, he's being as quiet as possible. Whereas this guy, when he jumps on the tire, he's going ah, 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 like, eh. like looking around and shit. And like the creature, you could probably still pick up on that. I okay. think it's still ridiculous that Kevin Bacon can come to a screeching halt. But I can see it and be but invisible. It, but it makes some sense. But he lifted his foot. But he yeah. softly put it down. Uh, no, 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 there, no. It got to a point where I was like, "All right, now we're bending the rules a little bit." That's uh, okay. Though. I was, it's Kevin you know Bacon. what? It bent it in a way that I was, I was okay with. Yeah, it didn't take I'm me never completely okay out of it. it. <laughs> yeah. What? I said, I'm never okay when you bend it. <laughs> Just keep it straight. Just keep, Just it, keep straight. it Keep it sturdy. <laughs> straight and sturdy. So let me ask you guys this then. Um, what is what's What is it about this movie that made it last this long and spawn five sequels, a television show, like, is it the creatures or is it the characters? I can't really speak for the sequels themselves. I can't. I can't say why that there's been five and there's a six in current production right now, as there should be. Um, I don't know why those keep happening, but for this one, I think it's everything we kind of already touched on. Was like it's this ensemble cast of characters that are just so instantly likable. It's like Chris said, it's like Jaws, but in the desert. Like it, it kind of brings back these these moviegoer memories, you know? Yeah, definitely. I want to, I want to, because you just said it, and that's what I was gonna say. But I think Chris actually hit it on the nail of the head right there. Okay, and this is what I'm, 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 I'm gonna go a little bit further into it. Okay, I think what Chris said is right. It's Jaws in the desert, but Jaws was incredibly expensive to shoot because it was on water and they needed shit. Mm-hmm. This is in the desert, so you're getting the same feel of that. You're getting the vast wasteland of the ocean, but like in a desert, mm-hmm. right? So it's the same idea, the same concept of a film, except incredibly cheaper to actually shoot. And I think that might be what it is. I think that people saw that. I think companies saw that and they looked at the film and they said, you know what? Hey, this film only made, what, $4 million, right? You said it was like $11 it was, million it made, and made yeah. 16 Yep. 
Okay, so it only made five million. It's not like it made a huge amount. Maybe on video it made a lot no, more. It, it True. Got, yep, it got hugely popular and on I video think, and TV. I think they did. See, I think there is a way that they could say that they saw it as being like, man, we could shoot these all of these for like eleven million. And, and you got to imagine the sequels had to be less money. No, I agree. I was oh, going to yeah. say that's why the sequels have happened is because you had a filmmaker who took something that probably could have had a bloated budget of twenty to thirty million dollars at the time and did it for $11 million and did it effectively with with old school camera tricks and effects and just like the way you edit things together yeah. and build the tension and yeah and and knocked it out of the park i think that's why the sequels are still being made that and it's it's still it does have a cult following people do yeah like graboids they do like the story and and the characters that are involved with with the tremors universe mm-hmm. and it is fun like they're just fun. It's a fun, like, little yeah. roller coaster ride. I just think ride. this film is structured. Like, I'll just say, I think the film is structured perfectly. It, like, very I, lean. Hold I, on. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like with the, the, you you get the characters when you need the characters. You learn about the monsters little by little, but it's the right amount of time spent on those. You kind of, you, you, you get to see the first kill of the monster, which is definitely a win in the movie, because up until that, you spent the first 45 minutes, like, along with his townspeople, like you're, you're scared of and all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, these things can be killed. And then, you know, it, it continues to us forward. I think it's chopped together perfectly to keep the momentum and the entertainment up. I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with one scene. Fucking hate this scene. I've always hated it. Every time I've seen this film, what scene, the pole vaulting scene. Oh, I love the pole vaulting. <laughs> scene. I think that is so sh- like stupid '90s. Like you know, like every '90s film had to have <laughs> that weird like it's a fun time and we're gonna play some lighthearted music. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's just like them, and it goes on way too long of just people pole vaulting. Like it, I don't need to. There's no tension in it. It's just a light. What do you mean? There's no tension in it. There's graboids all around. No, them. they but never they, show up they when they're doing that. They shoot it so lighthearted, like it's a fun moment Until in the they film. Hit that truck. That's another thing. Until they right, hit that truck. Right. But between that, it's just like here we I go. I didn't care and about we're that either. Don't get me wrong. I, I think I think it scene. is. I think I, I I'll agree with you. I think it is probably like the oddest in terms of tone, maybe. It's something that so. I feel but like I think it's hold on. funny. It's something that I feel like only shows up in '90s films. Nah, could be it's like a montage. '80s films, yeah. like they they dealt with more like character comedy. '90s films always had this weird moment where they would play this like loud, like this happy bouncy music <laughs> to like a weird scene where like everybody's kind of like either dancing. So or... that, that that scene, I actually, I I'm curious. It'd be fun to to recut that scene with uh, suspenseful music and see how you feel about it. Yeah, I think it would have worked. I th- yeah. So it's just, I think it's there would have been a victim moment. of the music. That's all. Like a moment where like it, it closes in on Kevin Bacon. He's like, okay, okay, one more jump, one more jump. Wait, more so jump. like you know, you're telling me that they could fucking jam sticks onto the ground and that's not going to trigger well, them. Well, there are three at the same time. So it's in hitting the three spots, so probably confuse the creature. Not only that, they're jumping, they're, they're jumping to rocks. Yeah, it's like a stretch. <laughs> you believe well, it when you're watching yeah, the films, so here's shut the thing, up. Chris, how, how is the creature going to know the stick's going to land right here? It's not going to be like, I'm going to position myself here. I mean, if it's anywhere nearby, I feel like it could feel the vibration of the <clears> stick <throat> as it hits and just fucking snatch it up. You don't know what he's talking about. I don't, I don't fucking know, know what he's talking about. He doesn't about. know about Graboids. That, know shit, grab that stick like was that. on the ground for like one second. He doesn't know about graboids like yeah, that. They don't know shit. I, they, if they're as smart as they seem to be getting. Wait, in that no, case, no, they didn't no, need, they no, didn't need the fucking they get, stick. Nope, they just jump, they, hop, and then go to the next rock. They get smarter as the film goes on. They don't initially smart. 
Like raptors? No, I felt like it was a progression of the they ones were that like were raptors. killed. Like, the first one they killed was the dumbest one, and the last one they killed was the smartest one. Yeah, Stumpy. I always love I love that, too, in, in that part of it where it is the one that's, like, in, like somewhat injured that they hurt that's, like, out to get them last. It yeah. is, like, the Jaws thing where it's, like, yeah. no, this one is smarter than the rest. Well, mm-hmm. even if you look at, like, a lot of the scenes where they're standing on the rocks and looking down at them, sw- look, it looks like they're swimming does, in sand. Yeah. Like, I mean... Like, I, all I could see was like a shark circling. Yeah, I've always yeah. I've always loved that effect too, where it does look like they're swimming through water. There's another there's another scene when uh, when uh, when when Bert and um, God damn I can't remember Reba McIntyre's character's name, um, but they both get home after being out, and she puts the shells in the uh, in the shell cleaner machine. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and and it's a shot of the uh, it looks like the things diving over like the road or something. I've always liked that effect because it looks legit. You just see like its tail getting going back into right. the ground and stuff, and then yeah. it hops again. Like I thought that I always loved that shot too. Yeah, it looked convincing actually. Yeah, <laughs> for practical, it looked great. Let's take a break. When we come back, let's just rate this member jammer and play a game. Hey, Chris. Hey, what? Hey, what are you doing April 6th through the 13th? I don't know, man. I don't think I have any plans. Well, you should make plans to go down to the Phoenix Film Festival at the Harkins Scottsdale 101. Awesome. I hear there's going to be a lot of great films there. A lot of great indie films that uh, everyone's going to want to see. Everyone? I know I'm going to want to see them. Me too. Also, our podcast, Cult Film and Review, will be there also. Also. Where are we going to be, Cody? At the Harkins 101 in Scottsdale in the Party Pavilion on April 8th. And if you don't know what the Party Pavilion is, it's a place where people party. <laughs> All right, guys, so let's rate this man we're jammer now that we're back. And what are we going to rate it, Kyle? Uh, we're going to rate it elephant guns. Let's start with Mike. Mike, how many elephant guns are going to shoot at a graboid? I am going to shoot three elephant guns. Um... So here, Tremors. Like I, I, there's like nothing bad I can say about it. It's a, it, it's an entertaining movie. Um, it's got some inventive uh, monsters in it. Um, but like, there's something about this film that I've always felt, even since watching it as a kid, where it's like it's never been really that engaging for me. Like if it's on, I'll watch it, but I could shut it off just as easily. Like it's it's just not something. It's not a film that I look back on. As being like, oh my god, it's like shaped my childhood or, or anything. I just kind of feel like it's not as good as Gremlins. <laughs> it's not as good as Jaws. It takes bits and pieces of a lot of good films, kind of creates something semi unique, which is why I'm going to give it a semi good rating, which is a three elephant gun. <laughs> All right, let's go with I'll go. You know, I'll go next. I'm going to give this four and a half, and a lot of that's for nostalgic reasons for me. Um, honestly, if I'm being honest. Um, <laughs> sorry. Honestly, if I'm being honest, <laughs> just a, just a solid justification. I'm just letting the audience know I'm being honest. Um, and I it, that that weighs in a lot for me. But it's also, I have fun every time I watch this movie. And like we've described movies like this before in the past. This is one of those movies. Like no matter what point it's on. It's the last five minutes. If it's halfway through the film, if it's in the first two minutes, I'm watching it, and it's not going off. Like for me, at least. Um, so four and a half uh, elephant guns for me that I'd be shooting at a graboid. Chris, what? Can I ask a question? Yeah. What prevented it from being a five? I just felt like that was too gracious. Okay. See, you secretly know this film's not that great. 
That's what it is. No, no, it's a, it's <laughs> oh it's a God. really <laughs> great film. But I, I like I'm not gonna. I am basing a lot of it off of just I grew up with this movie. Mm. Like like I did with Congo. Is Congo the greatest film ever? Yes, but <laughs> but you know some people might not see it that way. So yeah. you know. some. Just some, some, though. Yeah, not all. Not like the majority of the population no. or anything like that. Whatsoever. Maybe a few. I love creature features, man. I do. Like this movie, Anacondas, you know. <laughs> Plural. <laughs> yeah, the sequel. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Congo, I just, I, I love adventure movies and, and monster movies. And this one's like an adventure western monster movie, which I think is is, is pretty fun. The effects are great. Um the characters are fun. Like it's just a fun fucking movie. It's a four and a half. Get over it, Chris. I'm gonna give this a four. Um, and some of it is for nostalgic reasons. You know, I did see this movie as a kid and, and thought it was a super cool concept. And you know, it was they were scary. And I remember, you know, the the box art, of course, like up and down the the movie aisles. And I I mean I enjoy watching this film. I could now there's nothing about it that I would change or really do differently. I like all the characters. Um, you know, but at the same time it's like I'm not going to watch it all the time. Like I'll I'll watch it once every couple of years. But uh but yeah, it's I I highly recommend it. I mean, if you haven't seen it, where have you been? Um, but uh if you have really haven't, check it out. Give it a shot. It's a 4. Four elephant guns. Kyle. <laughs> yeah, Steve, check it out. I mean, where you been? <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, where you been? <laughs> um, you know what? I, I mean, there's no beer and bush. I'm gonna give this movie a five. Um, and you know, my my reasoning is is pretty simple. Um, there's nothing I can really complain about this movie. I can I turn it on and I'm entertained from start to finish. Um, that's the mark I think of a great film. If that's not a five, I don't know what is a five. Um, diving into it, I think the characters are really well written. I feel like the uh, interactions that happen between characters feel natural and are entertaining. There are bits of like little, little bits of comedy to kind of break up the, the 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 rest of the movie, and I think it's just overall done really well. The special effects are are awesome. I mean, there is like the only scene I noticed like this is definitely a movie that I mean, if you watch it in HD. You'll notice some of the, you know, some of the the the, the camera lighting effects. You it know, did. I did watch it in HD, by the way. And um, you know that that's whatever. That is what it is. But you know, to Cody's point, yeah, if this movie's on, I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna enjoy this movie. I watched this movie a bunch as a kid, and I'm gonna continue to watch it the rest of my life. So, I mean, it's a solid five elephant guns for me. Too high. Wow, we haven't had a too high in a long time. Well, I, I said it under my breath, I'm but half, I think everybody I'm, heard it because I'm, I'm in a ha- microphone. I'm half away from fucking Cody. What did, you break? Give, what did you give Big Trouble in Little China? Five. This is a seven compared to this film, but okay. We don't seven. go We don't go to seven. All right, guys, we're going to play Title Time Bomb now. So there is two teams, me and Chris versus Kyle and Mike. How it works is we, uh, the team of me and Chris have written down uh, four titles. The team of Chris and Mike have written down four titles. We've split them up between each other and passed them. So the opposing team has our titles that we've given them, and they have to guess it. They cannot use actors' names, directors' names, or title or, or words in the title of the movie. They have to describe it some other way. You have 15 seconds to get this description out, and then your teammate 
can guess. Who wants to go first? What team? What should we do? Oh, I don't mind. Well, you're the host of our game show. Coin. Yeah, what a coin. Oldest first, shall we say, Mike? Shit. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm um, reading first or I'm uh, I'm guessing first? You should read first. You're going to read to Kyle first. Oh, I got it in my hand. Kyle is going go. to guess. I, I'm nervous. I can, I'm is that okay? Can I say that? You can say that. It's okay. I'm nervous. Let me know when you guys are ready. This is worth five points. And go. Uh, this is uh, basically the plot of Avatar, but it was a cartoon. It was a Disney cartoon. There were fairies. There was a rainforest. Um, Fern had, Gully. Thank you very much. Damn. It was not Disney, I don't think. But I think it was a Disney film. No, but I didn't think you were going to get that. All right, Chris, you ready? I'm going to read one to you. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm scared. Okay. You ready? Hold on. And go. All right, Chris. Um, okay. So it's another word for New York. The Big Apple. Okay, that's not the title. Um, <laughs> and, you said, and you said part of the title. I did say part of the title. Ooh, you so, son of a bitch! It was the apple. Uh, okay, I have no idea. God, what you could have just said. You could have said this fruit is red and delicious. <laughs> 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 All right, that is a zero for team. All right. Team, what is this? Cool guys. What you guys going with? <laughs> What's our yeah. team name? We what didn't guys, even, team do cool even have a team. Guys? Team cool guys. <laughs> team and, cool and, guys. And I don't know what we are, Mike. I don't know what we are either. Chris? Okay, here we go. Ready? Yep. Go. All right. Um, so it's a place you go on vacation um, by yourself. Um, it's a movie. I know. Can you give me another? Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Retreat. <sighs> Shit. What is it? Private resort. Fuck. Dude, you could have given me some more on that. <laughs> you could have given me some more on that. It could have been anything. I've never seen that movie before, so I can't help you. Uh, All right. My turn to read. Yep. Okay. Let me know when you start. Get your grip right. Don't, don't be, be looking. Don't yeah, be don't. looking. He's a looker, dude. Oh, he's a looker. I was getting my grip right. All right. Go. <laughs> um, this was Heath Ledger's la- <sighs> last film. Can't say actors. I know. I know. We're just we're losing on technicalities around right getting, here. That's all I'm giving now because I, I I basically fucked. Do you that know one the up. film? It wasn't Batman, was it? Was is it that Batman? your answer? Batman? No, that is not Batman. the answer. That is not the answer. Batman? Hell no. Well, but I picked something. That's a big fat zero again. What was it? What we was could still the, win. What the fuck was the answer? Oh, the imagine the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. Oh, I would. Yeah, fuck that. Never really got that. <laughs> All Some right. Terry Brooks shit, right? All right. No, it's Terry Gillum. Yeah, You're reading to me, Mike? Same guy. Mike's yeah, reading Terry to me. Brooks. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. All right. And yep. go. Uh, Woody Allen film, probably his most famous one, um, starring... Can't say directors. Oh, did we say that? Wait, no, we didn't say directors. Yes, we did. Yeah, but he's technically an actor. Mm-hmm. We're giving away too much of this. <sighs> yep. That's Annie Hall. I mean, it is, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't get it, though. That's a zero. See how long it's been since <laughs> we played? We, we're all fucking up. Fuck. What this? is this shit? Yeah, all right. Well, right. there you go. Who's up next? Cody, you're reading to Chris? Yeah. Is this for our only points? This no, is for- no, this is for five because he has one left. He's <laughs> oh, going to be yeah. reading you the 15-pointer. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm ready. You are ready? Yep. And go. Okay. So, um, New York, and it's something that you you may get at work. Uh, that's two parts of the title. Um, you may get this at work. Your boss will be like, this is a special. 
They throw throw in eye signals and shit. <laughs> no, don't no, you don't don't throw that either. New York and your boss may give this to you as a special thing. New a blank. As a special blank. Alright. Oh. Chris, we're gonna need your answer. Baby's day out. Baby's day out. Baby's Is that the day answer? What the fuck does your boss give you special? <laughs> It has uh, to do with Baby's Day uh, Out. What is it? I, I like to think of it as like something with a raise or a bonus. No, see, you think that's what I was saying. He's thinking see too that? special. Yeah. yeah. He's thinking was, about his job where he gets another, iPads. <laughs> yeah. Another Stupid. another fucking uh, word for New York would be like Manhattan. That's in there. Right? Oh, yeah. And it's something like a special project. Your boss might give you a special project. Manhattan experiment or the Manhattan what? fucking project? A Manhattan project, yeah. Hey, Jesus don't look Christ. at me. That's your teammate, man. Well, you know, I got to. All right, Kyle. Kyle, let's bring this home. Let's bring this home, Kyle. Okay, cool. It's probably my favorite movie. I don't think it will be. Here we go. (laughs) Come on. Don't laugh about it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so in the first film, it was a bus that could not stop. Speed 2? What's the full title? Full throttle. Yes! Wrong. I mean, do we get some of that? No. No, you don't get no. any of that. No. Yeah, it is. All. Cruise control. Fuck, it's cruise control. Because <laughs> like they're on a cruise. Because they're on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> ready? We can win this. We can actually win uh, this. Ready. When you're no ready. technical go. difficulties. Ready? Go. go. Oh. Um, it's a sequel, uh, and it was also a documentary made about um, Canon. Like it was in that documentary. All right, there you go. Your hints are that, over. Like, your hints are over. A sequel that was in that documentary. You can't give any more clues. I can't. You can't. I can't. That was terrible. That's so broad. Missing in action too. No, no, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what the fuck? Uh, I guess. Yeah, I guess it was. It? Uh, that was really broad. I, he said it's a sequel. Yeah. And the name of a documentary about canon is what he said. You yes. got it wrong with missing in action going? too. That was a really. Uh, that, like, I was solid. I was. I was away. like, oh, he's gonna get it. What was it? Uh, it was uh, breaking two electric boogaloo. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> that means Mike, you and me are the winners. We, uh, we do. We don't deserve it because I said fucking by. full throttle. But um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe get your titles right. Whatever. Sorry, I didn't get my subtitles right. <laughs> well. All right, guys. That's our show for this week. Make sure you follow us on social media at ColtFilm underscore review on Twitter and Instagram. You can also follow us on Facebook. We have a website, ColtFilmInReview.com. Go there. Check it out. All of our episodes are up there. We have much more than are on iTunes. We're heading towards 100. So make sure you go and check those out. Also, we will be at the Phoenix Film Festival April 8th. So make sure you come check us out there. Just go to the whole festival. Starts on the 6th, goes through the 13th. Go check out some great films. You can follow Kyle. You can follow me on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris on Instagram at cultfilm underscore Chris. And you can follow Mike at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. See you next week.